And despite the fact, I've now been inside this Burger King three times, and not only was I not using the restroom exclusively, I didn't use the restroom at all. Any of those three times. Welcome to Dunstan Checks Men, the best podcast about the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In, uh, where we talk about each minute and compare it to a movie how do, what are the words that we say at the beginning of this show and how do they form sentences i'm lord andrew i'm emily monkey town i would say we we watch and review one minute of the 1996 ape film dunson checks in and we pair that minute with another feature-length film and our old friend the noise is back <laughs> is this gardeners i couldn't tell you okay because it's it's it does sound like a machine it sounds like a machine that has that is struggling a little bit yeah yeah yeah, like a generator that doesn't have enough oil. Sure. <laughs> minute 48. What have you paired this with? I paired this minute with the film Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade. Yeah. The third and final Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. I get to make that joke once. <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. Now this is the... Oh, yeah. How many times have you talked about this movie on podcasts? At, At least, least once. Twice. When was the second time? Were you ever on a, a Geek KO production talking about Indiana? Uh, I, I don't think so. But I do feel okay. like I've talked about this a second time on a podcast. I just don't remember where. Uh, did we ever do a special Super Mario Brothers episode <laughs> where we just talked about Indiana Jones for some reason? I don't think so. But I've, okay. def- I've definitely talked about this at least once before. Okay. The internet is, um, you know, there's a, there is a wealth of knowledge on the internet about my personal opinions and beliefs on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's just get into the minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's trying to hurt him. Yeah. That's what Kyle is revealing about Lord Rutledge. That's, that's true. Uh, and when this is when Lord Rutledge stops. He turns. He faces the group. Uh-huh. It's Brian. It's uh-huh. Kyle. It's Mr. Grant. Uh-huh. The whole fam's there. Uh-huh. Uh, Kyle says to Lord Rutledge, you're in trouble now. My dad's here. Now, when we were watching this minute earlier... Yeah, I had had it muted because while well, the minute was on for while we recorded our previous episode, that was a great sentence, Emily. Um, a plus. Thank you. It's five stars all around. And so I started this minute and didn't have time to unmute it, so it basically it, it cropped the audio in a way. Mm-hmm. Where in this version, Kyle just runs up to Lord Religion and says, "Dad's here," <laughs> and you know what? It's a much funnier line. Um, there is a world of difference between my dad's here yeah. and dad's here. Yeah. And and damn it, dad's here is so much funnier. And you know where else were dad's here? In Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> is that the only reason you picked this movie? I think there's a little bit more than I thought there was. There's okay. more meat on this bone than I, than I had at first assumed. Sure. But I, I do have to say uh, my intention here was to find a film... Uh, which which featured a you know a father son relationship perhaps where they disagree mm-hmm. perhaps where they they're not getting along yeah uh, you know uh, there's a power struggle that's accurate last crusade satisfies that for me <sighs> I guess <laughs> or would you rather me have do have do despicable me too honestly. No! I might have rather you have do Despicable Me too. You want to see what your friends Bob and Stu were and up to? Kevin. And Kevin? Kevin? Two weeks in a row we could have <laughs> talked about Kevin. Yeah, that's true. It could have been our Kevin miniseries. Kevin, yeah, Kevin Tober. <laughs> Kevin Tember? Kevin Tember. Are we still... When will these released? In Tember you know, or August? Next week and the one after, so Tember. Okay. Um, 
Listen. <laughs> when we were watching the previous minute, mm-hmm. I had forgotten that it was my pick and not yours. Yeah. I had gotten them out of order. And I was trying to figure out how the last minute was connected to Raider, Indiana, Raider, hey, that's the last crusade. Yeah. And that, that, that movie, that minute has just as much of a connection under those same arguments. And you said to me, why did you think this was connected? I would argue it was just as connected as this one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, we got to have a freebie every once in a while. That's true. I, I don't, and this does I don't, end I don't spooky summer, that. by the way. You you consider this part of Spooky Summer? No, it ends it. Oh yeah, yeah. This spooky is, Summer officially is officially over. over. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what this new season is, but um, I'm sure you'll name it in due time. Sure. Uh, well, I have to wait for the theme to emerge. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, hey, yeah, I mean, this hey, here's is, a question for you. Uh-huh. Do I have the next minute pick? No, you don't. Oh. I don't think you do. Okay. Uh, if you did, you hadn't had it picked by the time I clicked. Wait, <laughs> okay. maybe you did. Did I? You must have. I'm going to look. Okay. I I mean, no one cares about this right now. No. I'm going to say. So, But what, we do need to know because I need to say it at the end of the episode. Yes, of course. What what, what I want to say about The Last Crusade is um, I like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, it's a pick-me-up. Uh, they're sure. fighting Nazis, something that we should still be doing today. Accurate. Hint, hint, world. <laughs> yeah. Hint, hint, <laughs> wink, world. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, you know, I I think you know. If oh, I have picked the next minute. It's yeah. a doozy because <laughs> I I believe I remember my one for the one after that. Yep. I, yeah. <laughs> um, no, there's there's a line. I mean, I I would hope that you know if this played in theaters uh, today, if they replayed it somewhere, the line where uh, where Indiana Jones says Nazis, I hate those guys. Woo! A, yeah. ch- a cheer should erupt. Yes. My God. I agree. He guns them down without even thinking. As as ever thus the Nazis. Yes, that's yes. what should happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's almost sad to me that this this feels more like a fantasy than it should. Yeah. Cuz I feel like if if a movie like this exists was made today, there would they would have to have a character because of politics or bullshit or whatever the fuck who says like, "Oh, but they're not Oh, are they actually Nazis? Are they actually bad people? Well, I don't think they would. I I feel like there's the a thing. lot of mainstream me- media, oh, if for I may sure. use that term. For sure. But I, I think within the context of movies, it is because movies, you know, movies are where uh, we get to have the values we pretend to have, you know? And I okay. think movies would still take, a, in that sense, an explicitly Nazi stance. I think what movies would do is they would they would do the shitty centrist thing of like, oh, if we kill these Nazis, aren't we just as bad? Mm-hmm. I think that's more the tack they would take. And here's the thing. No, you're not, because killing Nazis is good. I um, Yeah, there was a film that I cannot remember the name of that came out a, a couple of months ago, um, and it had Keira Knightley, uh-huh. and it was set like right after the war, and, and uh, like Britain was occupying Germany and trying to get everything all sorted out there. Yeah. Uh, and... It, but the plot was that she fell in love with a German. Sure. And she was married to, like, a British general. Mm. Uh, and it was like, oh, was he actually a Nazi? Or did was he just, you know, trying to live his life? Yeah. And then, that then, the, movie, then the movie, like, <laughs> drops that plot line in favor of, like, sexy scenes. And then it, sure. and then it has a really shitty ending. So I just... I, I that's that's where I'm drawing that that yeah, from where it's sure. like in today's in t- climate for some fucking reason yeah. they have to be like oh you know he we wasn't he wasn't Nazis actually a Nazi yeah. yeah god it was that movie was annoying yeah I can't even I won't even try and remember the title okay uh but yeah so that's what makes I think Last Crusade is really joyous and triumphant see 
even in that sense, I would my my big thing that I said about Last Crusade the last time I talked about it on a podcast, which to me is it's Raiders of the Lost Ark light. Well, yeah, of course. So I just I don't know I don't I, 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 you know why bother? <laughs> I love the scene where they're trying to get out. They get on the dirigible, whatever it's called. Sure. Uh, and uh, Indiana. Oh no, ticket puts on puts on a uh, a ticket taker's jacket. Yeah. Uh, and uses that as an excuse to, you know, get in a tussle with the guy who's looking for them, the mm-hmm. Nazi's looking for them. Yeah. Tosses him out the window and says he didn't have his ticket. Well, he says no ticket. Yeah, it's no the, ticket. It's the famous line. Everybody starts throwing their tickets up in the <laughs> yeah. air. God, that's, that's funny. There are good moments in this movie. I won't lie. Uh-huh. I'll, you know what held up better than I remembered? And I don't even remember holding up bad. I just remember it being whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the the prequel sequence at the beginning of the film with River Phoenix it's very prequely though. It is, but I think, I think it kind of works as like just a little fun scene. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about the thing that's annoying about that kind of prequel stuff is that it's sort of, it's just more novel than it is actual storytelling. Mm-hmm. So as like a you know a five minute scene at the start of the movie, I think it is kind of fun. I think uh, I think the little twisty t- twisty turnies in it are, are are well done. Where like you see a guy dressed exactly as Indiana Jones but with his back to the camera, yeah. which you don't even question because in the first movie we, he's, he has his back to the camera for most of it. Yeah. Um, but then when we finally see his face, it's not Indiana because Indiana is the little Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works. It works to me. Also, I, River Phoenix, I think, does a really good job of, of portraying, uh, getting Indy's personality through, even as a kid. Yeah. I, I do think, though, the way that it does the prequel stuff, like you said, it's more novel, but it's I also... I mean, the snakes thing is a little silly. Oh, my God. It's it's not just that, because it's literally everything that we know Indiana Jones for. Yeah. It belongs in a museum. He hates the snakes. Hat, the whip. Yeah. The snakes. Yeah. It all happened on one afternoon when yeah. he was out with the Boy Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit much. <laughs> True. Um, but I, I also feel like uh, we will be talking about when we return to talking about the minute. Mm-hmm. The the there is kind of an interesting dynamic that I think the minute evokes of that prequel scene of you know kid thinks he's doing the right thing and yeah. then is forced to kind of apologize or own up I would say to the bad guy is doing the right thing. E- yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would agree with you there. Now, if you made that the main case for for this being the pairing, then I would have accepted it. That's a secondary case for sure. I don't think so. I think that's no, the... it's secondary for me. I okay. I literally did not think of that until I watched the movie and I went, <laughs> oh, that's here. Yeah, there's this, this, there. that's all here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just wanted that father son dynamic. Mm-hmm. I I especially love uh, the scene where they're tied up in the uh, chairs together, mm. uh, father and son. Yeah, and uh, melded to the Marx Brothers. <laughs> and Sean Connery, so he gets the lighter out of Indiana Jones's pocket. Yeah. And then he burns his thumb and tosses the lighter, mm-hmm. catches the rug on fire, catches the chair on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones has no idea what's happening until yeah. he says, oh, the room's on fire. <laughs> and that is something, I, I, it's a, I think a fun thing about, uh, I was going to say Indiana Jones, but really just Harrison Ford characters, because this is, I would say, if anything, even more true about Han Solo, mm-hmm. is that they're kind of fuck-ups. Yeah. <laughs> like, their whole thing is they do the thing wrong and then have to pull themselves out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like that, um, that seeing that his, Indiana's dad is the same way here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. It's, uh, I would say, also kind of playing against type for Sean Connery, who typically plays characters that are just, like, unironically like good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that was, that was fun. Yeah. I, I, well, and I think there is, um, the, you know, Indiana Jones underestimates his dad constantly. Yeah. 
and he's always pulling out in, in the same way that Indiana Jones does. Yeah. Some last minute like, like oh, bizarre I, thing like with the birds. The birds, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one's really funny. Uh, but yeah, I also forgot um, just because I hadn't seen it in a while. Uh, it's extremely explicit that they both slept with Elsa. Yeah. Elsa is that her name? Elsa. Yeah. I I think it's Elsa. Yeah. Because uh, I remember that was a, a thing that people would joke about, and I yeah. I was like, oh, I guess that's in the subtext. I don't really remember. No, it's pretty explicit. It's pretty explicit. Yeah. That's just a little strange. As, as Indiana and Jones then, says, you could be her grandfather. Well, it's strange, and then it's even stranger by the fact that she, like, you know, like, reminisces sexily with Indy. While he is tied to his dad, who yeah, she w- also slept with, within extreme earshot. <laughs> yeah, the the most within earshot you can be. Yeah, their ears are next to each other. <laughs> yeah, because they're literally tied together. Yeah, yeah, that's a little strange. Yeah, I I do like that she gets the little. She has the moment where she tricks um, Mister Nazi. Yeah, what is that character's name? But that's also. I mean, I don't know. Do we need to see Nazi redemption arcs in movies? No. <laughs> no, we really yeah. don't. I mean, she gets hers in the end too. True, through greed. Yeah, just pure greed. Yeah. Um, I love the knight. That char- I oh, love the- that character so much. I thought you just meant like you know past past seven p.m. Yeah, past past seven p.m. <laughs> I'm I'm on. That's my time. <laughs> no, the 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 knight character who's guarding the Grail Room. Uh, I, I don't love the knight. <laughs> Now you're talking about the time before 7 p.m. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm more of a morning person. Okay. Um, no, the night, I don't know. It just feels like, uh, it doesn't make sense as a character. I mean, it feels like they put him in there because it's like a cool idea. But like, he's too normal for someone who has been alone in a cave for hundreds of years. Yeah. And he's too much like a knight. Now, I'm not saying he would have kept up with worldly trends. Mm. I'm not asking him to be using like, 40s slang or whatever or listening to a, a no i was gonna say a walkman that's not even <laughs> no there it is indiana jones with a walkman <laughs> yeah um anyway yeah um i i think uh, i think he's like he didn't for it seems like no time has passed for the night uh-huh which uh it doesn't it doesn't track for me it doesn't scan as a realistic character perspective but I, I I think that's kind of the whole that he's just so stoic and loves Jesus so much that he's just uh, yeah. Eh. I like the way they light him too. He's yeah. got a really good, like. Well, sure. He, I won't. I won't he, disagree with that. The he, lighting is nice. He really looks like he's in like a different movie. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I think that's just so interesting. <laughs> I don't know, and and because there's even that moment right as everything's crumbling around them. Uh, where Sean Connery looks across the chasm to see the night, mm-hmm. and it's like he, he could he could have played that as like I don't I don't know what this is, uh-huh. but he plays it more like game recognized game. Like he's <laughs> like he is like I understand what you've done and thank you. Uh-huh. Like that's the look that he gives the night. Yeah, I just really enjoy that. Oh God, it's so weird. Uh. Um, that's a shame that I never made another one. Okay, I did two. I did two. There we go. <laughs> Uh, okay, but I do. Do you, is is it still? Are they still actively pursuing another Indiana Jones? I think they are. I think with, they're still looking with for, Harry. Yeah. Huh. Okay. As someone pointed out, if they made it today, based on Harrison Ford's age, like mm-hmm. if he if he portrays Indy as as old as Harrison Ford is, he 
uh, timeline-wise, it's now to the point where Indiana Jones could conceivably walk into a movie theater and watch Star Wars. Yeah. That's weird to think about. That's cool. I, I thought I pitched, you'd love it. I pitched the idea of Indy 5 is literally just like Mystery Science Theater 3000 style, Indy and Marion watching Star Wars and Indy commenting on it. <laughs> I mean, that's like a funnier die sketch, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they would get Harrison Ford and they'd have him actually be in it. What I'm saying is I'd rather watch a movie that is mostly just Star Wars again than Indy 5. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think, I think Star Wars has got you covered. Then. Yeah, that's true. Just the new Star Wars, just all Star Wars. Uh, yeah, that's it for me in the me in the movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Mister Grant says to Lord Rutledge, "I'm terribly sorry." Yes. Uh, and Lord Rutledge gets this off. He goes, uh, "No wonder this hotel is so shoddily run. You can't even control one small boy." Mm, sick burn. Yeah. And uh, Mister Grant. He just takes him straight and says, he's very sorry. Yes. Right? And then Kyle, no chill, shouts no. <laughs> yeah. Kyle does. Kyle has extremely little chill in this minute. <laughs> yeah. He says, he's trying to hurt Dunstan. Yeah. Uh, and this Lord Rutledge says, your son is behaving like a lunatic. He he has an extremely British line read on lunatic. Yeah. yeah. He, the Y is in there. Yeah, there's a Y in there. It's yeah. a, what do they call it? It's a liquid you. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kyle again no chill no I'm not yeah uh, this is where um, it, somewhere in the sequence there is a shot where Lord Rutledge is making what I would call a fish face because he knows he's won yeah he's kind of like holding in like his joy yeah at having bested a child mm-hmm. uh, so Mr. Grant says apologize Kyle says but but dad says no you gotta apologize so through literally gritted teeth Kyle apologizes yeah he says, I'm sorry. And then uh, Mr. Grant says, go upstairs and go to your room and don't come back. Now, let me tell you who let me down in this minute. Who? After he so impressed me in the previous minute. Oh, sure. Our old friend, Rupert Everett, really he really disappointed me here. I thought you were going to say Jason Alexander, because I thought he was disappointing in this I minute. Mean, he, I mean, he was par for the course this movie, I okay. would say. Whereas Rupert Everett disappointed me in a new way, mm-hmm. which is to say, are we at the end of the minute, would you say? Yeah, I'm about. I, I all I have left is Mr. Grant's line. So as Mr. Grant is speaking his last line, we cut back to to Lord Rutledge, and I'll tell you what I notice in his face that I feel was unintentional and a sign of a, a poor performance. Okay, I see too much empathy. Whoa! I don't see. I don't see him. It is. You know, he's got the fish face when he's when he has bested Kyle. Yeah. But at the very end of the movement, mo, uh, mo, mo, blah, blah, blah. of the memo. There's a there's a sort of lightness in his eyes that yeah. I, I feel like he's not fully committed. You found it and you're showing it to me, and yeah, yeah, he's not fully committed to humiliating Mr. Grant in this moment, and I think that's out of character. Yeah, the empathy it's 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 almost uh, as if he's he's going. You know what? You're right. Like yeah. he's he's giving him a look like. Yeah. You you're right. And I don't think that is consistent the, yeah. to the character. That is not what Lord Rutledge would be thinking. No. At all. No, not at all. Um, because Mr. Grant he's stammering at the end. Mm-hmm. And he says, Lord Rutledge, I would very much. That's it. Yeah. That's the end of the minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we shall see who who bests who in the next face off between yeah. Lord Rutledge and Kyle. Should I next announce the next movie? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, 
if you didn't think Spooky Summer was over already, it's really over now. Do you remember what my next move, what my pick is? Not really. The minute to be paired, the movie to be paired, rather, with uh-huh. Minute 49, is a little film called My Dinner with Andre. Oh! <laughs> I remember it was something that I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a real, okay. Yeah. All right, then. Have you seen it before? Yes. Me too. So this will <laughs> we be... are both the kinds of nerds that have seen My Dinner with Andre, yes. <laughs> Do you, uh, let me ask you this. Hmm. And you, you can you can plead the fifth if you don't want to answer this. Okay. Because I think we're going to have more to say than just this binary question. Yeah. Do you like the film? Yeah. Me too. Yeah, me I too. think we're going to have a good discussion. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to get into it. Uh, all right. So you can find me on other podcasts such as Nothing New, a remake podcast, where every month me and Justin Kizan get together and talk about remakes uh, in our episode that will be coming out around the same time as this episode. Uh, we will be talking about the Thomas Crown Affair. Oh. Which there's not a new one. A little, a little bras now in yeah. the mix. But we wanted to go, we wanted to go into the a vintage remake? Yeah, we wanted yeah. to get something a little interesting. Yeah. And and uh, we have a special guest that, that joins us there. Pierce Brosnan is going to be on yeah, your Pierce show? Brosnan. We had a special guest and we picked a remake that we knew that they would want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So that was Pierce Brosnan, obviously, yeah. wanted to talk about his performance. Sure. Can't shut him up about that performance. <laughs> uh, and you can find that at benvnetwork.com slash nothing new. And the other show that I do is called It's On My List. It's on my list.com. Every month, me and five others get together and talk about movies that people say you should see. And we check them off our lists or we put them on other people's lists and make them check them off. Uh, we're just we're just making sure people are watching movies all the time. That's my goal in life. Uh, so check that out. It's on my list.com. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at Very Cool Emily. Um, I also host a show with Justin Kizon and a third person named Vic Perfecto. It's called Go Go Godzilla. In that podcast, we excuse me, I had a body issue that prevented me from speaking for a moment. In that podcast, we um, we take every Godzilla movie and give you the give you the rundown on on uh, how, how we we ask the question how did this get made, um, and that's an original and no other, there's no other podcast like that on the whole internet. Um, Andrew just fucking stonewalled my goof right there, and that's why I was so devastated that it took me out of the plugs. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'll have to catch that on the edit. Um, Anyway, uh, you can find the show on Twitter at Majestic Hotel NY. You can find the show on YouTube if you search Dunstan Checks Men. You can write us an email, DunstanChecksMen at gmail.com. You can support our Patreon, patreon.com slash DunstanChecksMen. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Now you're, Pod- now you're the one who said iTunes. Apple Pod- and now you're the one who said iTunes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never get over it. Yeah. The loss of iTunes. Yeah. Uh, Apple Podplasts mm-hmm. is the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also are on the other places now. I made sure. Spotify. Google, Google P. Play. What? Google P. Okay. <laughs> uh, if there's another place you, y'all want to send us an email or tweet at us and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, tweet at us. Um, but if they have places to review as well, these the review challenges are are allowed there. Oh, in yeah, those other of course, places, of course. if Spotify or Google P has a has a place to review, yeah. Uh, but we'll just we'll just say for continuity's sake, Apple Podcasts. Sure. Um, 
Leave us a five star review. Yeah. Which is, you know, good, as uh-huh. they say. Yeah. <laughs> Means that you enjoyed it. You had a good time. <laughs> uh, and in the text of your review, uh-huh. I want you to write your favorite N64 video game, Nintendo 64 oh, console video game. Oh, I like this a Now, whole here's the lot. thing. If you never played yeah. or didn't care for the N64 or you know what, whatever. You know what frightens me? Huh. I'm pretty sure we have at least one listener who is too young well, to have played the Nintendo 64. I don't want to say it like that because a lot of kids are into retro shit these days. Sure. Uh, so if if you can't name one, just write Buck Bumble. No. <laughs> A, because I don't know what that is. B. You don't know Buck Bumble? Just write Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> but I want, see, that could be someone's favorite. So yeah. I want to know who the who the no answers are because oh, Buck so Bumble is no one's favorite. Oh, okay, that's fair. The only thing people I remember about Buck Bumble is the theme song. I thought Buck Bumble was your favorite, and that was part no. of your agenda. Oh here. no, my okay, favorite would Buck be Bundle, then. my favorite would be Banjo Kazooie. Oh sure, please. The the you know the not quite as good version was DK sixty four. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and now I have played both, so I can say that. Because <sighs> you're not even close to done with 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 but BK. Banjo. That's fair. With BK, I get it. Not DK. Yeah, I get it. Before D- Kong. <laughs> well, actually, didn't didn't it come out after Kong? I don't think so. I think it was before. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the review challenge, I guess. What do you say? And remember, Dunson is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking out. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Nothing new is something new. That great poets imitate and improve. Where our small ones steal and spoil. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And if it wasn't readily apparent at that, we're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard of Oz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic from beyond? Oh, no. Not yet. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of remakes, film by film. Remakes have been done forever. People talk, but Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.